Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Put a cigarette between your lips, but never light it, because we're back with Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch the stickiest, the nastiest, the Mel Gibsoniest romance movies. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots. I am an angry, irascible hermit author who lives in Amsterdam, but has an extremely fetching short, scruffy beard. And a nice close-cut hair haircut. Uh, I, I really just have a lot going on that's quite visually mm-hmm. visually pleasing, if you will. Yes. But God, I am an asshole, for sure. Yeah, it's a it's a real problem. So okay, I, we're, I I'm gonna cut past a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, I am glad that we are on the same page about how a, a bearded Defoe is the best Defoe. Oh, a bearded Defoe can get it. For sure. Yes. Yeah. A bearded Holy villain Defoe. Hell. Yeah. The man, it makes me want to go watch Lighthouse right now uh, mm. just to see more bearded Defoe content. It's If he just did yeah. a live stream of him just, just bearded out, I would watch the shit out of that. Oh, uh, that'd be gold. That would be yeah. some real good stuff. I don't know why uh, we all waited so long to slap more hair on this Defoe. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, it's cause... it's apparently all it took was just a little bit more hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so so who the who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um, but of course, folks, we we did watch 2014's The Fault in Our Stars. Uh, yep. It, you know <laughs> that. That famous bearded Defoe film. Yeah. Uh huh. Luke, how is your watch? Disrespectful. Yeah, clearly. Because you broke the fucking rules. Hey, I did. I have no excuse. <laughs> Usually, I chide you for breaking the rules, but I've severely broke them. Uh, yeah, no, so folks, uh, I'm, here I am, uh, watch me like a hurricane, watching the movie, uh, and I get, uh, I get a message from Luke, and he has sent me a YouTube video, (laughs) uh, and it takes me a moment, and then I realize, no, he's also watching the movie right now. Mm And so I told him that he broke the rules, and Luke, you told me to just watch the fucking video. So I paused <laughs> the movie, like the professional I am, Yeah. and I watched the video, which was quite funny. Yeah, it was a very good video. <laughs> um, what the fuck were you doing over there, man? Here's the deal. A total of two videos, two to three videos were consumed during the course of this film. Jesus Christ, are you serious? We'll talk about this. Both of the videos, uh, maybe three, depending on how much I remember, and it's not much. Um, Two to three videos of the two to three videos that were hypothetically watched. They were all roughly a minute. So a minute at most is wasted. No, Um, no, no. It's the principle. It is. It is. If it helps, I didn't pause the movie, but I did mute it that's that's worse i had subtitles on i could multitask oh fuck off with that (laughs) everyone thinks they can multitask and we can't yeah you know here's the thing luke 
you should probably fucking drop your deal on the house down the street for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, folks. If you want to kill both of us, we will be very close together soon. Um, because if I hear of you doing this shit when you're just down the street, I will literally pause the movie, walk over to your house, and beat your ass. <laughs> and, and Sam, I would take it. You would be so justified <laughs> in delivering that ass whooping. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's we'll we'll get into it. Something about this one. Um a couple times my roommate who watched it with me, she was like, "Hey, I have a TikTok that's a minute." And I was like, mm, "Yeah, okay." God damn. It. I can do a TikTok for a minute. I can TikTok a minute. Um You son of a bitch. Yeah. So pretty disrespectful, but I did sit through the whole movie. It's 2 hours long, Sam. It's a long ass movie for uh-huh. For sort of yeah. what's going on in this thing. Sure. Yeah. But but I sat through all of it. Yeah. In fact, Kenna sent me a link to a website. I, I was looking at the website during this movie that I have already seen. Mm-hmm. And she yelled at me. Oh, now that's entrapment. That doesn't seem it is. legal. <laughs> it, is, it is the dictionary definition of entrapment. Yeah. I That's was like, no well, good. you fucking sent this to me. You should have waited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rude. Yeah, extremely rude. Um, well, Sam, I guess on that note, how was your watch? It was fine. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I had some. I, I had a sloppy Joe. Oh, now we're talking. That's that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I had a slop him, Joseph, and uh, it was good. Pretty solid. Nice. Okay, love to hear it. Um, I mean that literally—that's the most remarkable part of this mm, fucking watch. I I just sat there and took it in uh, yeah. like a hostage. Yeah, was, uh, you know. Yeah, what is that in the? Uh, isn't it called the Ludovico in uh, like a Clockwork Orange, where they strap him into the chair and they keep his eyes open and force him to watch horrible videos? Uh, I've never uh, seen or read a Clockwork Orange. Oh, okay. Well, I assume that's just just know that I'm I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's what happened to you in my head. That's what I'm imagining, is that you were sort mm, okay. of bolted yeah. into your very comfortable couch. Um, yeah, I have to say, and then uh, mm-hmm. someone you know put these little metal rod things in your eyeballs to keep them open, and then forced you to watch uh, The Fault in Our Stars. Uh, yeah. It does kind of feel like that's what happened. Hey, Luke, can I be honest with you for a second? Yeah. All I can think about is Total War Warhammer 3. I know that <laughs> th- this podcast is not really the venue to talk about those feelings. It is not. Man, the whole movie, I spent two hours and five minutes just sitting there thinking about, like, what am I going to do as the Skaven? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Sam and I have a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, that we've sort of been dabbling with, because turns out, folks, we're friends outside of this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. For those of you who got really worried after the uh, <laughs> DC, DC League of Super Pets video uh, <laughs> podcast, we we still talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, we still have a thriving friendship, which includes <laughs> playing video games together. So I I understand, but we are kind of narrow casting. If we converted this into a Warhammer th- Total War Warhammer Three specific podcast, God, what a wild thing to podcast about that specific game! Mm-hmm. What an even crazier thing if we took Hanksy Panksy, a podcast originally <laughs> dedicated to Tom Hanks movies, and then like in its second two point fifth season, um, mm-hmm. as in this palate cleanser, we just hard pivot. Straight to being yeah. a Total War-specific podcast. Yeah, so would it be uh, Hanksy Panksy Blood for the Blood God? Yes. Yes, it would be, <laughs> Sam. And if you folks at home want to see Hanksy Panksy Blood for the Blood God, uh, maybe our Patreon. <laughs> we yeah. do something. That's probably the only place we can do Hanksy Panksy Blood for the Blood God. Skulls for the Skull Throne. <laughs> Luke, so should good. we do the plot for uh, Fault in Our Stars? <sighs> yeah. Um, if you've somehow escaped this book or this movie, um, mm-hmm. 
then here's the plot. Um, Shailene Woodley? Shailene? Shailene Woodley. I always um, thought it was Shailene. Shailene? I don't know. Yeah, it could be Shailene. Oh. Let's go with that. Um, plays a teenager who has terminal cancer. Uh, baby, B-A-B-Y Baby from Baby Driver plays another teen who has mm-hmm. uh, terminal cancer. And they fall yeah. in love. And then, uh, spoiler alert, B-A-B-Y Baby does die at the end of this movie. Uh, yeah, if you're a big if you're a big Ansel Elgort head, big a big Gort head, um, <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't have a good ending for you. No, it doesn't. Um, I mean, that's the that's the really broad strokes. There is a thing where they go to Amsterdam to meet this author that she's a really big fan of, who turns out to be an a- an asshole. This is Willem Dafoe's character that we referenced before, who looks spectacular. Mm-hmm. In this film. Oh, God. Yeah. Wonderful. So good. A, a top ten look for Willem Dafoe. It, it truly is. It's GQ worthy. Um, but yeah, they go to Amsterdam. There's some more tomfoolery where they fall in love. Uh, there's a very important scene that I'm going to fucking talk about. Oh, yeah. I know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it's just kind of a meditation, if you will, on mortality and what it means to be a teen facing down your own mortality on a day-to-day basis due to cancer. Um, that's the plot. Before we get into it, I do want to say really quickly, cancer sucks. Um, you know, we've all lost people to cancer. Uh, some of us have dealt with it ourselves. Uh, so to all you survivors out there and folks who have been impacted by cancer, I don't want this to come across at all as if we're making fun of people with cancer or cancer itself as like a diagnosis or a, you know, a problem in modern life. Cancer sucks. Ain't no getting around that. Um, yeah. Hanks, Hanksy Panksy firmly anti-cancer. Anti-cancer. Yeah. I know it's a strange opinion and one you don't mm-hmm. hear too often, but it turns out cancer real bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't, don't believe what Mitch McConnell says. Cancer is in fact bad. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Ugh. His views. Anyway, um, yeah, so all of that to say, Sam, what'd you think of this movie? Oh, it's a doo-doo movie. Mm, yeah. It's, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I hate I hate it. Uh, <laughs> I, in fact, I believe I've already said on this podcast, the, the first time I saw it, uh, I did call it the time I'll never get back. Yeah. Which is not good. I mean, as in terms of reviews for a movie, mm-hmm. uh, not ideal. Yeah. 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 It ain't. It ain't great. So this movie, big old bucket of doo doo. What do you think? I have a lot of conflicted feelings about this movie. Oh no, Luke! Hey, this is not a repeat of DC League of Super Pets because if the question oh, no, is, I... did I enjoy it? The answer is no. I did not. Okay, um, well, good. Yeah, yeah. But I think the problem with this movie, Sam, is that we are so not the target demographic for what this thing is putting out. Yeah, we are not. Uh, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that John Green did not write this for you and me. No. Nor do I, do I think he wrote it uh, for anyway. Let's say over the age of... 25, 30, maybe? 25, I feel like somewhere. you could lower that. Yeah, maybe. That's why I'm kind of hesitant, because basically, the way I feel about this movie is that this is bordering on a teenage fantasy in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Not the death by cancer part. That part sucks for anybody. Um, Correct. But, like, there's... there's the cancer provides an avenue for these characters to express how they feel and to deal with a lot of emotions that teenagers are dealing with anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. And in an environment where they kind of have fewer restrictions around how they get to voice those feelings because of their diagnosis. Right. Um, Yeah. If that makes sense. So in a lot of ways, it's like the pressure release valve for being a teenager is what this movie feels like to me. You know, I can see that. Yeah. I, I can see how a teen would 
see the stank uh, wafting off of this movie and go, oh, yes. Yes. Christ. I need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like old uh, yeller for for men over the age of 55, right? Like, it just... I, it, yeah. <laughs> it gives you an excuse to just ball your eyes out and have some catharsis. Um, so, did it impact me? Not really. Um, I couldn't overlook certain aspects of this movie, like the scene that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, um, or... Honestly, for me, all of Ansel Elgort. Mm, okay, now that's interesting. Now talk to me more about B-A-B-Y Baby's sort of stank on this movie that you couldn't get over. I was not loving the Gort on this one. Mm, okay. Um, I thought his character was a real tool. All uh, right. It, just all the way around. He, first of all, I think John Green blew it big time because he he knew Ansel Elgort was in this thing mm-hmm. and he knew how how Shailene Woodley was going to bump into him at the at the uh, first time that he's introduced and he missed the opportunity to have Ansel Elgort's first line in this movie be hey I'm Gorton here <laughs> uh, which I find really disappointing <laughs> sort of an empire state style cameo yes. um, exactly fuck um, that would have been good yes but <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you like my sort of fanfic of his first line in the movie <laughs> your fan edit <laughs> can mm-hmm. we just get you to do some really terrible like throw away the mic you're using right now we'll use like whatever cheap-ass headphones you have laying around, it will just get you to do some ADR. Yeah. And then we'll I'll, just I'll use a microphone. It. I'll use a microphone that I found in, like, a box of cereal. Yes, that'll do. Or one that you got gifted from, like, an uncle back in 2003 mm-hmm. after a conference he went to or something. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, so that's kind of my first problem. Okay. Uh, the second one is everything his character says Mm. um notably starting with the line that he never shuts the fuck up with which is the whole metaphor that luke i'm look i'm no big city english major yeah but pretty sure that ain't a metaphor well you're in luck because i am a big city creative writing major Mm Mm-hmm. and uh gotta tell you if it is a metaphor which is debatable I uh-huh. guess. Um, it sucks all around. The cigarette thing is fucking stupid. Pretty it's, much the whole way through. It's awful, and no one gives him enough shit about it. No, the adults in his life treat this like... Okay, so for the folks at home who haven't seen this, the line is something like, he pulls out a cigarette, and he's like... Well, obviously, the she's like, what are you doing? You can't smoke. It's, you know, you'll get cancer. Um, and he says this thing about it's a metaphor because this thing has the power to kill me. So I put it between my lips, but I don't give it the power to kill me by never lighting it. Wow. Okay. Mm hmm. Um, and, but I do love that the flight attendant is just like, yeah, whatever. You can't do that though. <laughs> yeah. Please remove the cigarette from your mouth on this flight. This isn't a flight from like, Vegas to Biloxi, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deal with... Circa 1969. <laughs> right. Um, it's just stupid. And then, like you said, he he has it. So, like, they're in Amsterdam, and they're going to a very fancy dinner. And he shows up at the door to collect her. And uh, her mom answers the door. Uh, Hazel's mom does. And she's she doesn't say anything about the fact that he's got an unlit cigarette dangling between those... Those those uh, pouty lips of his. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, <laughs> honestly, every 
everything he kind of starts off with really blows and sounds like some real like neckbeard fedora incel shit like I intend to live an extraordinary life fuck off yeah hey man we all did at one point in time but then you know life happens I was going to live an extraordinary life (laughs) I'm Gordon yeah um so I just I don't know and then I don't it's a small thing every comp set of compliments he gives to to Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. it starts with her looks and it really started to grate on me that it's it's almost like he can't find anything else that he likes about her mm-hmm. so he's like uh you're very pretty yeah <sighs> yeah it's a lot so again I just think it's almost voyeuristic what we've done right which is like we've peered into this house that is not meant for us mm-hmm. and we've seen everything we've seen everything inside this house uh, and then someone told us now go record a comedy podcast about everything that you just yeah. saw inside this house yeah. inside this home so where does that leave us sort of um i think yelling about ansel elgort yeah who it turns out kenneth thinks is ugly interesting now this is a curious yes. a curious take from your yes. your 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 wife on this one mhm mhm yeah I don't necessarily disagree with her. Um, mostly, I think she has gone a little too far. Because mm. uh, I don't know that I would say that he's ugly. No, um, I think I think given the response he's had from posting nude photos of himself online, that uh, I'm sorry. So he did a very funny thing that has endeared him to me quite a uh-huh. bit. Uh huh. Which is apparently, he posted on Instagram a nude photo of himself and then left a link uh-huh. in the bio that said, a link to my OnlyFans. And if you clicked mm-hmm. it, it took you to a fundraiser for a charity, which is very good. And the charity is, did raise like over $200,000. That's pretty solid. It's, pr- it's That is pretty solid. Yeah. If I could generate two hundred grand with just my dingling... For charity, sure. Sam? Yeah. Is his dingling any good? I don't know. I couldn't find the photo. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> so, uh, you know your boy did the research, but... Yeah, oh, yeah. I Hey, look. It's Hanksy Panksy. If there's a dick involved, we're doing the research. <laughs> we're hunting it down. Um, like mm-hmm. the Mythbusters looking for a plausible. We're, we're all about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she thinks he's ugly. I don't think he's ugly, but uh, like, I wouldn't invite him into bed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's in, in yeah. Um, so you didn't, you didn't like the gort on this one. No, I did not like the Gort. No. Um. Uh, yeah. Who is? Uh, hey, Luke. Is this anything? I I'm probably gonna throw a brick up here. Uh, feel free to just remove this, even though I know you won't. Uh, is this anything? Gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> I think it's everything. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Can we contact him and and ask if he wants this? Maybe for his own headstone? Yeah, he I would need like a little money though. Yeah, I think a finder's fee for this mm-hmm. gold that you've discovered uh is only I appropriate. I workshopped this with Kenna for a little bit and and my first pass on it was bad. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that, uh, <laughs> that what I landed on wasn't just something I had repeated so many times that I just thought it was funny. No, I mean maybe, but it is very good. <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, 
Um, then again, I did have COVID fairly recently, and we have yet to establish yeah. whether or not I have COVID <laughs> brain. Help. So, um, yeah. Hey, so let's talk about the thing, which is yeah, uh, which is obviously the the dinner where they gave champagne to to mm. two teens, right? Yeah, that's not what I was going to talk about, but we can talk about that instead. Um, or is it the fact that uh, their Dutch waiter was far too charming and friendly for any actual Dutch person to ever be? Yeah, going into your Dutch racism, xenophobia, <laughs> I guess it'd be xenophobia. Xenophobia, sir. Yeah. They, they're not a race. <laughs> Yeah, Sam's noted xenophobia when it comes to the Dutch. Um, <laughs> and they know why. Yeah, they know why. They know what they did to Sam. Um, but yeah, now, Luke, I hope you never wanted to do a live show in Amsterdam because I am single-handedly ensuring that we will never get invited. That or you know the Dutch people in my life are very self-effacing and have a good sense of humor about themselves, so maybe, maybe this is the way we endear ourselves to the Dutch public is through you uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> Hating Hitting them? them from every angle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you're I mean, a Dutch I'm, listener, uh, or if you're one of our Irish, many Irish listeners, who knows a Dutch person that wants to listen to this episode, let us know, man. Let us yeah, know how it's hitting Or you. Just, just email us at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com and let us know, if you're Dutch, do you hate yourself? Mm-hmm. Now we're getting into the real meat of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, all that to say, I did not want to talk about their very friendly Dutch waiter who does give champagne to a 17-year-old, question mark? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably legal there. I think it's legal. they don't have any fucking laws there. I think it's 16 Dutch. is acceptable for what I would call soft liquors. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the hard stuff is 18, I'm pretty sure, but... Uh, gotcha. So, uh, what I wanted to talk about is, well, they visit the Anne Frank house, but before we talk about the thing that they do at the Anne Frank house, um, mm-hmm. I just want to mention how, like, so the, the they go visit this author who's an asshole, and his assistant meets him outside and is like, I'm so sorry, do you guys want to go see some sites? Maybe we go see the Anne Frank house. You know she felt like a complete dick the minute they showed up, and there's like a gazillion stairs that yeah, uh, Hazel can't to, walk up. Yeah. Yeah, to preface, she she has uh, ca- a cancer that started in her thyroid, spread to her lungs, and so she does kind of have like constant shortness of breath. Yes. And so stairs are tough for her. Mm-hmm. But see, I think the mistake was prior to... To her getting to the Anne Frank house and realizing that it has stairs and being like, wow, these two people just had like their spirits crushed by their favorite author being horrible to them and even saying some flavor of I hate sick kids and Mm -hmm. they're a drain on society, which wild take. Hey, which later, can we hash this out real quick? Because later... Yeah, sure. It's revealed that Villain Defoe's character is the way he is in part because he had a daughter that was sick and died. So sort of mm-hmm. a weird take to then 20 years Pretty later or whatever weird. be like, you're an evolutionary mistake and we coddle you. It's a pretty wild take on having a sick kid for a dude who had a sick kid. It is something. Yeah. But again, to be his assistant and be like, hmm, these two people, they came all the way out here for this. They're also both terminally ill, and surely they're upset with the way my boss has treated them. You know what'll lift their spirits? (laughs) A Holocaust museum. Yeah. That'll do the trick. You know what? I will say this in her defense. Um, Okay. I live currently, as you've mentioned, I will be moving hopefully soon, fingers crossed. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I live in a touristy city, like, you know, a city that uh, gets a lot of tourists in the summer months, as, uh-huh. uh, yeah, as I'd say. Um, sometimes you panic when people show up and are like, what do you, what should we go see? And you just sort of panic and you're like, ah, Pearl Street Mall. 
or Dinshabi Tea House. Like you just sort of fire off these things. Um, so I think maybe in that exact moment, she just panicked and just blurted out yeah. the first thing that came into her brain. And sadly, it was, let's go see this Holocaust <laughs> museum. <laughs> yeah, you're both sad Do you, and young and dying. Do you want to go see a museum about a, uh, a young girl who was killed in a genocide? Yeah. Not a masterstroke. Definitely not no. her finest hour. Um, Absolutely not. But I do think it can be explained just by the the state of her own mind at that point in time and utter panic. So, Do you think she like got home and was like in bed, right about to fall asleep, and then was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I fucked up. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> I was think- bad. I think this moment, the exact moment that she recommended they go see the Anne Frank house, I think that moment will haunt her (laughs) until she's dead. I think it will just follow her around like a poltergeist. Yeah, just every once in a while she's like, fuck, I made those people go to the Anne Frank house. (laughs) I made those terminally ill kids go to the Anne Frank house and go up a shitload of stairs. Mm, God, I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, so... But let's talk about the Anne Frank House, uh, which is a lovely museum, I would yeah. like to point out. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, have have been, in real life, very nice, nice museum. Hmm. Now, Luke. Yeah. It is not where I would take a date. It is also specifically not where I would make out with someone publicly. Yeah, so no date would not make out with said date. On the premises, which is what happens in this movie. Uh, yeah, and it is Luke. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking disrespectful. Yes. Hey, just a bit. Because <laughs> here, here's the thing. Here is the thing, Luke. We live in a world where Justin Bieber went to the Anne Frank house. Get out of my skull. I was about to talk about this. Thank you. And, and wrote in the guidebook uh, something like, this is very powerful, I, I like to think that she would have been a believer. Yeah. Which, is that stupid and disrespectful? Yes. But, I think it is, in fact, less disrespectful than what this movie does. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, my man. I think so. Because uh, these are two people who go to the Anne Frank Museum seemingly in a good mood, continue to have the good mood, and then they get horny. Which is just not... <sighs> it's not what you're looking for, is it? I mean... No. If if you're a tour guide, let's say you're a tour guide for this excellent museum that Sam has been to and, and enjoyed. Uh-huh. Uh, enjoyed. See, enjoyed's not even the right word. No. You experienced it, it and were you. grateful for the experience. I, I put it to you, Luke. You shouldn't smile at a Holocaust museum. I think not. I think not in a, in a big, big way. I feel like that's not necessarily a controversial statement, though apparently no. John fucking Green would disagree with me on that one. Yeah, and here's what I was going to say. If you're a tour guide at any Holocaust museum, and you would mm-hmm. describe someone you're giving the tour to as horny? Something has gone horribly wrong. And you should yeah, you should I've, throw this person out on their ass immediately. Exactly. Unless unless <laughs> unless you've been you've been giving the tour wrong. I don't know mm. where you fucked up, but somehow you made this tour horny. And I, that's on you. Yeah, that's fair. You you have to analyze in that situation both both sides of the story, because <laughs> horniness <laughs> has happened, and yes. you do need to do a full investigation to find out if that's on you, or if it's if it's on the the other parties involved. Yeah, um, the fucking deviant. Yeah, in front of you. Uh, but here's here's the other wild ass thing to me mm-hmm. is that um, 
they start macking. Yeah. Uh, up in the room where Anne Frank hid. Yes. Which I I feel like does change it. Because mm. if they had done this in the gift shop, if there even is one, uh, or or like in the lobby. Yeah. It's a little different. Still disrespectful, but not as bad. No, for sure. Um, it's it's borderline. Because you're close sure. to the external like world. You're close to the street. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. yeah. And and you can maybe get away with the excuse of like, well, maybe they just walked in and they don't understand yes. what's about to happen to them. Yeah. But you've gone to the tippy top. You're in the secret room where she had to hide from Nazis. Yes. And the... you're and you're macking. Yeah. And then everyone in the room sees them. And they don't respond the way that you should. No. Which is with shame. They laugh and clap. Yes. Yes, they do, Sam. No. And Luke, Mm -hmm. Amsterdam has a lot of museums. Mm -hmm. (laughs) John Green could have picked any of them maybe the van gogh museum now that would have been powerful yeah yeah but no no he went he was like you know it would be really hot (laughs) two teens making out at the anne frank house in the room like yeah and like luke it the 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 whole, like, scene is so fucking disjointed because they're going through, and it's this, like, kind of difficult journey for Shailene Woodley because she's having to climb some stairs, which is, I, th- I think we can all say, not the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And, and so we get these weird recordings uh, uh, or of someone reading Anne Frank's diary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it is somehow applicable to this. Yeah, they're trying to draw a parallel them, for sure, which is yeah. interesting. Bad. Yeah. And then we see them going through this museum and not engaging with it at all. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, they're mo- they would be more engaged if they were going to the fucking Ikea. And just... <laughs> it's but fuck dude <laughs> I would give anything for a supercut of them walking through an IKEA uh, <laughs> with random ass and frank quotes being read aloud it would have made <laughs> no sense but it makes honestly about as much sense as this does like they're trying to draw a parallel here uh which no it's 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 quite it's not literally but metaphorically it is literally apples to oranges you're mm-hmm. trying to shove these two things together that don't go together mr green they don't they don't go together and they don't need to like they I, don't need I to i fail to understand how you need to like s- sort of uh like ground her experience of of having a terminal illness with dying in a genocide. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're both fruit. There's no need to go further than that. Yeah. Well, and then, like, it's also weird when they decide to start making out, which is they're told that Otto is the only one who made it out. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I forgot that. That is the exact moment at which... Oh man, yeah. the engines get revved up and they go after it. Yeah. Yeah, so so the uh Willem Defoe's assistant is like, Yeah, here's the photos of the whole family. Otto's the only one who survived. And then it like does show that photo of Anne Frank. Mm-hmm. And I think you also see the caption that it's like, She died in Bergen Belsen. And then they're like, Let's make out. <laughs> it makes me very uncomfortable. It makes me righteously angry. Yes. Uncomfortable, angry, uh, put off in a big, big way. Mm -hmm. 
tonally, it doesn't even make sense for no. this movie. Because, like, what point are we trying to make here, Mr. Green? Yeah, John, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah, what the fuck, man? Um, yeah, it's tough. It's, I, it's, it's something. Mm-hmm. I just, again, you could have gone anywhere else. <laughs> we have, here in Amsterdam, we have so many lovely museums. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, you've got the, you've got, I, Luke, I pulled it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the Rijksmuseum, the Amsterdam Museum, the Van Gogh, the Stedelijk. Jesus, what a stupid language. <laughs> uh, Rembrandt, the Nemo Science Museum, the Moco Museum, National Maritime Museum, which I've been to. It's actually really cool, and I got to go stand on a boat's poop deck. Mm. Uh, you got to touch the, the poop Hermitage. deck, huh? I did. Uh, the R... What the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. The Museum Van Loon. I I would not recommend the Jewish Museum. I feel like you're going to make the same mistake there, John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe stay back on that one. Yeah. Hell, go to Madame Tussauds Amsterdam. Yeah, man. That's an option. There are so... I, I just... So, in the fiction itself, I blame a brain fart on the, the part of this assistant... But given uh-huh. that this is a work of fiction created by a single man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Hey, John, can I can I uh, suggest some other ideas that would maybe make a little more sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish we'd fire uh, these off right now. Yeah, so go for it. That would be the Sex Museum or the Red Light Secrets Museum. Mm. Both of those make a lot more sense for two teens getting real horned up. Getting real horned up. And then going back to their hotel to fuck. To fuck? Yeah, if you want to get horned up in Amsterdam, which is Mm -hmm. kind of an oxymoron because of course you do. Um, Right. You're in Amsterdam. Why else are you there? Um... So if you want to get a big old heart on, you do go to the sex museum, though, don't you? I mean... Oh, absolutely. Or again, the Red Light Secrets Museum. Yeah, both extremely turgid options. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. So... This movie, man. Dude, there are so many museums in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just need to say this. Uh, John... You also won't want to send them to the Holocaust Memorial, okay? Because I feel like you would have been like, okay, I can't do the Anne Frank House. I can't do the Jewish Museum. They have a Holocaust Memorial. No, John. No, you cannot. No, that's not for you. You've you've (laughs) sort of lost your license on that one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking movie. Uh, well... Shit, man. Here's the... Let's... uh, Kiss bank. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's go. This book made Kenneth stop reading John Green. (sighs) I mean... You know, if if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck... Uh, I could see it, I guess is what I'm saying. The evidence is all Mm -hmm. there before us as to why that would be the case. Um, Yeah, she said, uh, because I asked her at one point, I was like, was this a a misstep for him, or does he actually write like shit? Uh, Yeah. Because, boy, these people don't talk like human beings, um, or just people who don't suck shit. And uh, she she said that he kind of writes like a manic pixie dream girl. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're having a conversation. We are. We are. So, I can see it. Everybody's got this kind of like floaty but intense sort of yes. feel to them. Where it's yeah. like they're shrugging shit off, they're going with the flow, but they're also like really kind of intense about everything and really quippy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's almost Sam. 
It's almost mm-hmm. like young adult version. Does it does it have some of the same patter as Sex in the City? Would you say the same sort of like vapid, witty repartee hmm. about it? Just completely yeah, different I, subject matter. I had not considered that. Mm-hmm. That's something. Now we're thinking. Yeah. Now, now we're, <laughs> we're talking. Now we got our thinking caps on. We may be the only people on Earth to have connected the dots here. But I just want right. to make sure that this puzzle piece fits. So, in a sense, yes. Where it's people spitting a lot of words out, but not necessarily saying anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that sense, yes. It, the, the only real difference is that in Sex and the City, they're very materialistic, and Sarah Jessica Parker is a foot fetishist. Nothing wrong with that, but she is. Uh, and in this one, they made out in the Anne Frank house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the Which way, another... telling that... Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, it's telling that even Sex in the City was like, no, we won't make out in a Holocaust museum. Yeah, maybe not. Um, I did want to we'll, mention... We'll have yeah. uh, Miranda get finger-blasted in uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's house uh, while SJP is recovering <laughs> from surgery. But we won't make out in a Holocaust museum. That's fucked up. That's super fucked up, man. Hey, the other good part about that, or not good part, but the a very funny part to me personally mm-hmm. was that uh, they I was basically on the edge of my seat screaming at them not to kiss, and then they did. Mm-hmm. And my roommate was like, oh, that's gross. Why are they making out there? And I, I turned to her and said, this is their first kiss. And the face she made, Sam... Oh, I didn't even consider... I didn't. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. This is their first smooch. was their first kiss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's... Okay, let's spin this out. Okay. I know we're getting real hung up on the Anne Frank house, but (laughs) it is criminal. It is. It's truly psychotic. Like, as a narrative vehicle, it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, let's spin this out. Let's say they don't die, okay? Okay. And they stay together, and they have kids. How do you explain this to your children? <sighs> you just gotta hope those kids are teens by that point, man. Because uh, that's the only demo that's gonna fucking get it, I think. Uh, God, I guess, if, I don't know. If they're under 13 or over over 19 it's gonna seem like a poor choice to get all horned up at the Anne Frank house <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be like yeah your your dad and I kissed for the first time at the Anne Frank house and it's like hey that's fucked up mm-hmm you sh- you shouldn't have done that yeah yep it's not gonna age well even you know what no. even for them I think you just edit that out Sort of like when you have a shotgun wedding and you just change the dates mm-hmm. later. Um, okay, yeah. I think you just That's edit smart. that out. Yeah, just just kidding. oh, it was at uh, a river walk in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was at a weed cafe. It, we got we got yeah, blasted. We, uh, our our first kiss was at the uh, the uh, the uh, 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 Jewish museum. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> but it was in one of the happy parts of the Jewish Museum. <laughs> it was in the gift shop. I swear. <laughs> okay. okay. Wait. You would have gone to the gift shop after you went through the Holocaust part. <laughs> damn it. I was just thinking that. Who... It makes it worse because then you went through the whole museum and got to the gift shop, and oh. you were like, "Wow, mezuzas!" Mm. Mm. <laughs> but so we did leave something out in talking about this movie. Okay, what did we leave out? Laura Dern is here. Yes, she is, man. And I had a thought. Mm-hmm. 
Because I think we can pretty easily fix this movie. Okay. And I think we cast Laura Dern in every role. Every role. Sort of a being John Malkovich, but instead being Laura Dern. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. though I kind of want a different Laura Dern from each, like a, a different movie version of Laura Dern for each role. Okay. Okay. So okay. like, so like, yeah. Maybe, maybe Ansel Elgort is like played by like Jurassic Park. El, uh, Laura Dern. Yeah. Yeah, a Dern, and, a Dern from the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so uh, I, what else? You got you got any Derns you want in here? She was in Star Wars, wasn't she? She was in the in Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. I think in multiple time periods, right? Wasn't she in the original and the the sequels? Yeah, I kind of thought so. I um, don't recall seeing a Dern in the sequel in the original trilogy. Yeah, maybe not. Um so let's just take the sequel. That could be our Dern from the present or our Dern from the future. Okay. Both are acceptable. Uh So so is that Mother Dern? I think that's Mother Dern. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll now we are. Actually, s- pull up her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my head. Uh, um, let's just see what else Laura Dern's been in. Uh. Nope. Not seen that one. Nope. Mm-hmm. Haven't. Oh shit. Oh shit, man. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of these. Okay. 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 Uh, her character from Big Little Lies, that's a, uh, that's Willem Dafoe. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see this. Yeah. I don't know that this bit's working out, my guy. I think you jumped straight into the deep end by trying to summon up all these movies, my man. Yeah, I really overestimated how well I knew Dern. Yeah, you thought, you thought you were a, a, a you had a PH Dern. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and instead i'm j- i'm wearing a durnts cap yeah 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 you hate to hear I it i don't but... think that's yeah yeah fuck but man just... she's been in a lot of stuff that i have not seen <laughs> oh she's prolific uh but yeah um but i think the joke still the core the meat of the joke here uh-huh uh, still still tastes pretty good which is, I yeah, think, it uh, would be quite funny to get some AI on board and start deep faking her at various stages in her career, as sort of all the parts. Now it would be wild to see Laura Dern kissing Laura Dern at the Laura Dern house in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going full John Malkovich. So everybody is Laura Dern. I think that's the only way to fix it, because yeah. if it's still the Anne Frank house, this movie's not good. Yes, agreed. So I so think it I, has I, to I think be Amsterdam's well-regarded Laura Dern Museum. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. It also makes the sex scene way more palatable. Um, D- does does it? I mean, not in a aesthetically or uh, erotically pleasing sort of sense. Um, mm-hmm. But if there are no other people on Earth other than Laura Derns, then mm-hmm. of course any sexual contact is going to have to be between between two Derns, which mm. I think is the name of the, <laughs> the episode. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> So between two turns, uh, the activities must be, mm-hmm. and that seems that seems good to me. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's a perfect place to leave this. Oh yeah, let's get the hell out of here, please. Yeah. So next week, and uh, folks, you're probably thinking, surely their palates have been cleansed by this point. Shouldn't mm. they be ending the palate cleanser? No, folks, we've extended it because our palates are quite dirty and fucked up from 
from what Kenna has inflicted upon us. Yeah, I'm I'm tasting uh, sawdust, ash, dirt. It's not very clean pennies. in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, rusty pennies for sure. So uh, what Luke and I have done is we we went and looked at the list of things that that Kenna Kenna's movie category list. And we just slapped another one on the back end of this. And yeah. so next week, we're going to watch Twilight. We're going to watch Twilight, and I feel like it's going to be a really good time, Sam. I hate how excited I am for this. I am incredibly excited to be watching the yes. Twilight. And not just Twilight, Sam. Uh, we'll oh, peek no. behind the oh. peek behind the curtain here. Yeah, we can't leave it at just Twilight, because we're also going to watch not one, not two, uh, but all three of the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Yeah. So, you know what? We mentioned it just because, you know, if you've been listening along, uh, like I know you all have, uh, you've noticed that uh, this this has been a long cleanser, and we're going to keep it going, keep Mm -hmm. having some fun, uh, but I promise, you know, it's going to be a real good time. Uh, We'll kind of go out on a bang with this one. And then uh, yeah. around the corner onto our our uh, new case study, if you will. Yes. Which we'll, uh, yeah. You know, we'll get there we when we get have, there. We have another season. Uh, yeah. You know, in, in, you know, in our in our mind palace, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a doozy. It's gonna it's, be a yeah. real long haul. It's gonna be a lot of work for your for your boys. So we we kind of need this yeah. downtime right now. Yes. So, uh, Luke, have you seen Twilight? I have seen Twilight, Sam. Mm, okay. Well, what's an alternative for what Twilight could be about? I think Twilight, everything is exactly the same, but instead mm-hmm. of vampires, they're all cokeheads. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Edward, you glitter in the sunlight. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I fucking do. <laughs> I'm gonna go climb this tree. Get on my back. Get on my back. I'm gonna climb the tree. So, so I'm sorry. Are you like super old? <laughs> yeah, I'm like a hundred years old or some shit. <laughs> yeah. If you want more of this, you can find my fanfic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> detailing my uh, parallel universe where they're yeah, not vampires twilight. they're just coke fiends yeah twilight a cocaine tale a cocaine tale that's what i think it's gonna be god i want this in my life so bad yeah holy shit fuck whatever i was gonna say this is this is what it means to be <laughs> like the baseball scene in that one movie <laughs> In the Twilight film, and they're over. It's just them sliding into home plate, which is coated in cocaine. Yeah. Um, Emmett, oh come on, God. you have to get off home plate for for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I just, I fucking love this. It feels so good. <laughs> I can't feel my face. <laughs> um. So yeah, look forward to that, folks. Yeah, it's going to uh, be... This is just a tiny taste of what's to come. It's going to be a real good time. Oh, it's going to be a real barnstormer. Fuck, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. And you can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. Uh, you can also send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Hey, if you're Dutch, send me an email. Let me know if you hate yourself. Uh, also, you can find <laughs> us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Uh, you know, uh, you can pitch us some money. We got some fun stuff over there, including uh, the episode that uh, my wife Ken and I did where we break down all of the uh, Sex and the City canon that we watched. And uh, there will eventually be a second episode for the second season, man, just like that. Uh, but yeah, you can head over there and uh, become a member of Hanks's heroes, like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Uh, guys, I would never, ever uh, make you kiss 
all three of each other together at the same time at the Anne Frank Museum. Yeah. It's a good rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's said by a very irate uh, air stewardess, and it is, that metaphor is not allowed on today's flight. Excellent. Yep. Uh, let's get the fuck well, out of here. Let's do it. Folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance. Uh, we'll be back next week with Twilight. <laughs>